0: I want to remind you about a couple of things down in the podcast description before we get started. Yes, yes, this is the time to hit follow and subscribe, and we'll see you Wednesday, Thursday of each week. Uh, Meanwhile, I have been having a lot of fun creating visualization meditations from my heart for you, uh, and I decided I wanted to gift you a couple of mini meditations because sometimes there's not enough time in the day, and I want to remind you that there is. So I have one on parenting, one for fertility, and soon there's going to be one for your business, work, creating path. I have had so much fun, so I hope you enjoy them as much as I enjoyed making them. I also put a thank you button down below there, and that's just to remind us to keep going, that you want to support the show, or whatever your reason is. And we put up a collage of all of you who we're thankful for on the 9th of each month up on social media uh, and Instagram and uh, maybe even TikTok. We'll see if we can figure that out. All right, let's jump in. Mold them or support them? What's your style and what is it that our kids truly need? Okay that sounds a little judgy. (laughs) I hear it as I'm recording this but I can't help it. I have to talk about this today. Uh, Of course I first want to say thank you for being here. Wherever you are in the world right now uh, I appreciate you. Whether you're in the Czech Republic or Spain or Ireland or you know right here in the U.S. around the corner from me. uh, I really appreciate you uh, very much and I hear my my professor saying, don't say really, just say, I appreciate you. Well, I don't know why that just came in, but it did. Uh, thank you for subscribing, following, and being here when it works for you, whether you're doing dishes or driving down the street or just need a moment for yourself. Um, this is what this place is for. So let's dive in, all right. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great day and I have to say, I am, excuse me for saying it like this, getting it up a little bit, like really so that I can be present for you. And I know that sometimes, I was thinking about it, sometimes I don't talk about the things which are the most obvious and most important in my life i think to myself why aren't i talking about that sometimes i'm talking about what i think that you need or that you've mentioned and i think that is core and that's important to follow that and sometimes i i look and i think i get an idea at 10 o'clock at night when i'm going to bed and i forget to write it down and, and then i don't and i have to trust that that's for a reason but today i feel very strongly i, I came out of a a workshop that i had a very different expectation around regarding family and you know the coaching that I do for families and kids and also for my own self let's get real about parenting and in connection with human design and what's happening in the universe slash the planet right now Uh, I'm not fully in tuned to all that stuff but I feel like there's I'm often nodding my head like wow wow okay there's an eclipse coming and and there's something really hard coming in about purpose. Whoa, okay, I'm feeling that. That's why yesterday I I felt like I was one centimeter tall. What was that about? Because there's something moving. And then interestingly, if you actually share that with other parents or other people, uh, which I did, which is not another parent, but to another person that I very much respect and, and honor and thankful to have a connection with. And that person said, oh my gosh, I just didn't. Feel good about myself yesterday at all, and I was like, "Yeah, what was that?" I literally was crying in Matz's arms, saying, "You know, I feel really tiny today. I don't know what's going on." I, I wrote, "I'm in a dark place." Those dark days do happen. We all have them, and that's okay. And you know, our kids are going to have those days too. And I, and well, you know that. And you know, how do we honor them? How do we stay present instead of sometimes? We get in our agendas or our ideas of what needs to happen, whether it's in a day or for their life. That's kind of a strong statement to make, you know, that mold them, guide them to be, you know, to get where they're supposed to go. And I think everything is very well intentioned. Absolutely. Sometimes that's the way we were raised or we there's scarcity or worry or fear that they're not going to be comfortable and relaxed and safe in their lives I, and so there's this intention of where we hope they'll go so that they can not go through we did what we did as kids or what we're going through now or what you're you know worried could happen if, you know, or there's ancestral stuff in there. It's like comes down through the DNA in the most bizarre thing, bizarre ways. On one hand, it can be those wonderful dimples, like we see on Ella's face, but we also know connected to those dimples are, you know, a lot of things around, you know, scarcity and all that, which, which may or may not have shown up yet. And why am I talking about that? Well, I'm talking about, you know, we have all these ideas of how things need to be and, uh, As much as I do my best to not have that be a part of what's happening. It definitely pops its ugly little head in or multiple heads in. Because, you know, that's humanity. You know, there are moments where we're dipping down like yesterday in the dark day. The shadow day. The day of feeling small. And then the worries and the contraction comes. And the what if and what if that. And then this incredible gift from Miss Black Widow. There's this calmness. There's still this clearing that's still there. And I think to myself, okay, let's come back to the original intention. You know, as I said at the beginning of this podcast, you know, mold them or support them. Or can you do both? Or what is the right way? Is it the right way for you? Is it the right way for your child? Bottom line is, you know, our true purpose, and I'm sorry if I piss you off by saying this, but I can't help it, uh, is that... As difficult or challenging as it may be in moments, and it is in moments, definitely challenging, we are here as parents. And I can say that there's rarely a moment where I say it with such authority, but we are here to support them. You are here to support your children, your child, your future children, to be who they are meant to be, who they already are, and who they are evolving to be. I love the analogy that Karen Curry Parker mentioned today, which it's funny. I was just thinking about this almost identically as we just planted seeds. I was. She was saying, you know, we're not meant to plant a seed and tell them how to grow right? We're meant to keep the soil moist and allow the sunshine to get to them, nourish the soil as we need to, and, and then allow them to grow as they see fit to grow, at the pace that they're meant to grow, at the, in the way that they're meant to grow. I see our seeds, I just was nodding my head and I was thinking, I was just looking at our seeds thinking how annoyed I get sometimes that some of the, the seeds are not growing yet. I mean, maybe there's something happening underneath the soil, like bamboo, right? You know, it takes years before it actually pops out. How frustrating is that? I would want to be planting something over it. I know myself. (laughs) And so I look at some of these seeds and I'm looking at them and, and and I are sitting there and like, well, those haven't sprouted at all. What did we plant there? You know, and some things do take longer and it's like kids. And then some of them, you know the the radishes are coming up and they're some of them are squiggly and some of them are straight and and some of them have multiple they they want to all be together and close and some of them are far apart from each other. I think of that as you know how we view our kids sometimes like I was so thankful not to be in a mommy and me group comparing Ella every week to what the curve says she should be. In fact that was a very conscious thing to not do was... Sometimes I would get things from The Bump or something like that where they would talk about where they could be at this time and I would just take it with a grain of salt and then I stopped looking at it. Why? Because it's stressful. Oh no, she should be two inches taller and why hasn't she lost a tooth yet? And what about this? And they're not this and they're not that. They're like the seeds. The beans take months to come through and fruit and be available to you and the radishes come in a a month and that's like our kids, right? Some are faster, some are slower. And we get the ideas of in, in the morning is a perfect example when you want them out the door and some kids will be easily pushed. They're just like, great. Okay, thanks for letting me know. I was, I was getting off track. Ella's not one of those people. And you might also have a child like that who then digs their feet in even more. Like The stress created by we got to go is way worse than being woken up 10 minutes early. And we let her guide that instead of me thinking I knew the right way, which was to push or dad push. It was instead, hey, what do you think would help us get out the door? If you don't want us reminding you, we don't, the alarm was too frustrating, then what's the right thing? Now, I've talked about this before and she said, just wake me up a few more minutes or earlier. And we're like, okay, but you're not going to like that. That's okay. That's what I need. Okay. All right. We can do that. So we let her guide we let her use her own wisdom for herself now at every age is that doable no sometimes you are just you know moving them out the door but what if we could learn to read those signs and let them guide their own growth their own way forward i see that look on your face (laughs) but sometimes yeah i get it i'm there too i'm absolutely there too and yet i notice that the moments of tension between us, the moments where there's an outburst, yes, sometimes it is food or hunger or something else. Granted, that is there. And oftentimes it's my or Matza's own attachment to how things are supposed to be, where we think she should be in something. Not so much, we're fairly decent-ish at uh, letting her be at her own pace as far as her life, you know, maybe her teeth, I got a little confused at one moment, like, wow, what's going on there, and then my friend said, oh yeah, they just move around, don't worry about that, they they look kind of wonky now, it, it'll sort itself out, she had an older kid, thank you for that, <laughs> Morgan, I appreciate that so much, uh, and yet there are other moments where we don't necessarily speak it out loud, and we wonder, and we worry, and we think, are they going to be able to speak on time, or What about that speech issue? But ultimately, it works itself out. And if you, instead of shaming them or pushing them, uh, oftentimes you're going to find that it's going to be okay. Now, I know our schools mean to help and sometimes the, the labeling and the pushing kids into certain programs is incredibly frustrating because they need them to be at a certain rate or place so that because they're dealing with averages, right? They're dealing with trying to have the kids in the same zone so that they can teach 30 different kids, which is often the size of classes or 20 or 15, depending on where you are. Uh, And that's, having been a teacher, that's really tricky to try and work with an average because you've got a spectrum of different kids and you've got kids on the spectrum. Now, Ella probably, I don't want to label her a spectrum child, though I'm realizing that may help her in some ways. So uh, probably she's on the lower end of the spectrum because as far as how things are viewed, but I know it's really about being sensitive. And do I really wanna put a label on her for life because she's sensitive? I'm sensitive, Mats is sensitive. (laughs) So we're all spectrum and then we got a big label slapped across us, but it does help with people understanding. It does help with people being um, more empathetic. How annoying is that? You can't just be who you are without a label. You know, I don't like labels and boxes very much because I feel like it's very limiting. And yet there may be a need for that. Uh, Today I did use those words because I wanted people to understand because somehow using the word sensitive is not enough, which I know because being almost 53 years old, I get it. I've been dealing with that my whole life and uh, it's a real bummer. That's just the way things are set up for now. So getting back on track (laughs) is just how can you support your child to be who they are and trust in them and in you and in the world enough to allow that without the push. Now, coming from a a family of immigrants on one side, meaning I'm only second generation on one side, uh, there's this strong thing, which I didn't think much about until I had like three, two or three different people on the podcast who have made the conversation very vivid for me about the the piece around (laughs) how to view things that there's this, you know, you got to be successful and you have have to go to college and you have to this and you have, there's a very clear view of how you have to have a family and you have to have two point kids and whatever. Uh, A lot of our families have different versions of this. Even the loosey goosey do what you want kind of family. There's still some ideas inside of that tribal circle of what the expectations are, which might even be to not be in a box and not go to college. Who knows? Uh, I encourage you to to trust that your child is going to know their direction. And sometimes you're going to have kids who are like, I don't know, and that might be valid too. It might be that they haven't found that spark and therefore what can you do to facilitate their growth in the way that is not guiding them but allowing a firm foundation for them to recognize, honor, and value who they are. This morning I had a moment where I realized that was in play and this is what happened my daughter was absolutely melting down for a couple of reasons as we were getting ready in the morning and all I could think of is crap I don't want her to be late for school because we've already gotten a notice about being late because of this stuff and uh, you know things slowing down the moment for as she's processing something now What was going on was it was raining outside and her whole body feels it. And she rains. Literally, she cries. She feels the tension. I think she feels pain in her body. I would love for somebody to explain this to me someday. I hope to find somebody talk about it on the podcast that will happen one day, I hope. And so there's that tension and that sadness and that volatileness and that feeling place. The second thing was that her dad was, who's been in all the school swim lessons, they have one month of sponsored uh, by the Rotary School sessions, was not going to be there today. And the person who she feels comfortable with who's her best friend's mom was also not going to be possibly there today now I found out that she will be there so I'm so relieved but I didn't know that at the time and I said I don't think she's going to be there you might be in another group again now this is again one of those things knowing your children I needed to say please keep her in the same group the whole time if that's possible she doesn't do well with change at all so there's that piece the other piece was that it's freaking cold outside really excuse my language it's fucking cold I don't want to be in the water I don't even want to be outside and you're putting these kil- children into a cold pool on a cold cloudy day what the absolute fuck I'm sorry but I I just need it to- frick doesn't is not my word I'm doing it to be polite but I, I really don't that's just not honest so I'm <laughs> saying it real and true so that was under. it so there were three things going on and then you know and she's seven she just turned seven so she's still learning to process and figure out what her feelings are and and understand them so you know I the only thing I could do because it started last night then it happened again this morning was I said let's do a rain dance and of course we're not we're in bed and I know that she's not really up for dancing yet and maybe I'm not either so what I did is I took her hands I took each of her hands and I put each of my hands on her because I know it's a sensory thing and we can do this whether your child is is uh sensitive or not, doing sensory things, doing kind of touch things can be very helpful to shift the energy and the mood and the, I want, you can say distraction, whatever you want to say, but it's moving something. So we use breathing, but sometimes the children are not up for the breathing thing. So in this case, I took her and said, give me your hands. And then each of my hands, I did pitter patter fingers like I was making rain on her hands and I said okay now it's your turn let's do our rain dance let's have the rain come let's have the rain come and then you can not be in the water and I said and maybe that'll happen and maybe it won't but we can ask for what we want and what we hope for and so we did that and for a moment she felt a little more in control of her world and for a moment a calm washed over her and she realized that there were other possibilities now it may happen or it may not and then we, got, we could continue the conversation about okay, what you need is to be warm what you need is to feel comfortable what you need is to have somebody close by I said, you know who's going to be there and I said, Miss charity's going to be there somebody that you know, maybe you can be in her group that would be great and if not, it's just 20 minutes and then you're going to get to play with your friends 20-30 minutes so, you know, we found a calm place so that she can receive the information of what's possible. And I said, would you like a different swim shirt? That's and, you know, she said, yeah, that oh, the other short one was I wasn't warm enough before they had made jokes that I was silly that the long shirt was going to make a difference. But I said, great, I have one for you. How about this one? This is actually even thicker than the other one. Yes, mommy, you know, and then we switched gears. And I said, how about French toast this morning? Now, because daddy came in and said, do you want oatmeal for the 16th time? And she was losing it for that too. Like, not the same thing again. Now, he loves that. That's what he feels is love. For him, sameness, consistency, that brings comfort to him. But in this way, she and I are similar. (laughs) But the same thing every time makes us a crazy person. So I'm thankful that, you know, she could speak that out loud. So I said, "How French toast. Not hard. Not hard at all. Toast. Egg, cinnamon, a little bit of almond milk mixed in there. I mix it. It's done. Easy peasy. Not really difficult. You know, it doesn't have to be a weekend thing. Let's have a little joy here. We need some joy. Cinnamon helps the joints and the achiness of the rain, maybe. So, well, it does actually. So why not? So you got to find the ways to let all that stuff in. So what is it for you? What ways allow you to be present for your children's journey I'm going to put something up on Instagram on IP underscore parenting I would love for you to share with us share with me what it is that is easy for you to support there are going to be some areas where you might still be thinking but I want that person to go to college and I want them to whatever you might have still some clear ideas and that's okay What's important to know is getting to know your child as I know that you are every day getting to know them and they're shifting and changing and evolving is just recognizing just like in uh, any situation, where is the connector for them? Oh, you love being with people and having a connected experience. You know, one of the things I liked about college, university was how there was a class now, depending on where you are in the world, there's much more connectedness, even though some people have ideas about it with in the european culture there's like you it's really your class. you start quite early on you know with a decision about things, and maybe you change it, maybe you don't and then you have that class that you're with it's a little different here because people move around and they transfer, and uh some of the universities are so big and just the way that we have things set up is is quite different however there is something about you know i did have my people i remember you know we'd see each other at lunch and you got to know people and it's a a new version of thinking it's a new space and then you kind of have your your place to come back to to connect to Uh, If that's important to your child, if your child likes sports then they can do continue to do that and, you know, go to different places than they went to before, maybe they love learning. And so you get them in those first couple years, if you're in the U.S. or anywhere you are in the world, you get them on the track of the thing that they love, even if you can't see how they're going to prosper from it. Again, it comes back to that trust. These days, you know, people say, oh, art. Oh, how can you? Oh, you've got graphic design. You've got all kinds of people who need things created that don't have the talent that your child might have, or maybe they're going to build things or write. And who knows? I don't know what their journey is. I just encourage you to continue to explore and notice the difference between when you tell them something and when you ask them something. That makes such incredible difference. That's my biggest advice for the next period going forward. And at the end of this podcast to wrap things up is to say, just be curious and notice how you can nourish and keep a strong foundation uh, just to keep them moving forward. Like this morning when I did the rain pitter patter on Ella's hands, which allowed her to come back into a place of feeling like this is her life, not mine, where I'm pushing her forward in a place she didn't want to go and I literally wrapped my body around her reminding myself that everything's in perfect time and if we're a few minutes later down the stairs or where she's a little bit late it's not the end of the world and let's do whatever we can to help that not to happen to be able to have there be less tension and that's what I did I wrapped my arms around her and I held her and I went with her to school today I said it was to drop things off which was true Yet it was also because there is something in the energy of being supported by both her parents that really makes a difference uh, and for you you might be an only parent you might not have that opportunity to be able to have both of you there you can do that in another way it can be at the door that you both hug them even if they say oh mom oh dad or oh mom's or oh dad's you just do it anyway um, you know unless they're freaking out but you just say okay I don't need to hug you, and you look in their eyes and you say, I love you, and I'll see you later. Have a good day. All right, I'm going to wrap up there, and uh, I wish you a beautifully and perfect day, and uh, don't forget to look down in the description for cool things on the way. All right, I will see you on the other side. Thank you so much for tuning in to our Imperfect Parenting Podcast. We hope you found some valuable insights and tips to help you navigate the challenges of parenting, your path, and accessing joy and health. Remember, it's okay to make mistakes and take time for self-care. If you'd like to connect with us, jump onto Instagram at IP underscore parenting or Ariel Green Anderson on both TikTok and Instagram for fertility. If you're interested in learning more about anything you heard on this episode, be sure to check out our podcast description where you'll find resources for parenting, creating success in work and life, and even fertility, including a couple of free meditations, which I just had a lot of fun creating from the heart. If you enjoyed this episode, we'd be grateful if you'd share it with just even one person that you think might benefit from it. And if you want to throw out a thank you and support, this journey and this podcast, please consider clicking the link in the description that says thank you and uh you know, we're going to put a little shout out to you every month around the 9th on our social media just with a collage and uh, a little hey to you. Remember, it's okay to embrace imperfection and prioritize self-care. We hope you have a beautifully imperfect day out there. Thank you so much for listening.